Hey, hey there. Welcome back to Catholic with a Zen Mind. I'm your host, Joseph Martin. As always, we're the uh, podcast here where we're taking Catholicism. We're uncovering the Zen within using Catholic teachings. And, uh, well, we use some Zen, but we use it as a reference point. And we take anything that does not sit well with the digestive system of the Catholic Church, so to speak. We just spit it right back up. We don't want it. If it don't work, we don't want it. And honestly, none of it works. But what we're doing is we're using church teaching to discover what some of our church fathers have discovered, is that there is an aspect of it that exists of an aesthetic practice to our faith that many people today lack. So so this weekend what's going to be happening is you're going to get two episodes. One is a bonus. Uh, it's kind of like a half pillar. Um, mainly what happened is I discovered while I was on my way home, I guess you could say I had a moment or a flash of what Zen, some Zen masters would call Satori, which means enlightenment and what we would call in Catholicism a revelation, so to speak. <laughs> I had a, uh, I had an aha moment on my way home from work the other day while I was practicing um, a form of con- contemplative uh, prayer about suffering, so to speak. I was contemplating suffering and how we interact with suffering. Um, and it dawned on me how it all fit together in a simple statement. So what I did is I went ahead and I synthesized all the pillars. And I synthesized basically the concept of all of them together, what we've been talking about since the first episode. I synthesized it much better than in the first episode. As a matter of fact, the first uh, edit or the first recording of my uh, statement was only eight minutes long. So I'm going to title this Catholic with a Zen mind in under 10 minutes. But um, there were a few things that I didn't say that I didn't want left unsaid. So I went back and added a few things. So it's not technically, it's more like in about 15 minutes. So maybe I'll make the title in about 15 minutes, not including the intro and the outro, and this is the intro. So we'll uh, we'll go ahead, and you'll have to excuse the recording quality. I, I, I left my microphone at my house. I'm house-sitting for my sister, so we're going to have to deal without it for right now, but I wanted to bring this to you because later on in the weekend, I'm going to be releasing our next episode, which is just a history of Zen. We're going to go over... Um, how it came from Buddhism to uh, 
most mostly just kind of a, a overview of how it came to China and then how it came to Japan. It might not even be that long of an episode at all, but it will be more of an informative episode. And it's just for those of you who are more uh, curious as to which what the history of of Zen really is, what where it comes from, what I mean, what what their deal is, so to speak. Uh, it's it's not really much easy. It's not much to say because it's not really that easy to find a lot on it. It was a, a big oral tradition, uh, much like the early forms of the Christian church. The gospels were all preached. There were no Bibles and there was no documentation. But anyways, we're going to move on here and I'm going to let you guys go so that you can hear the synthesis of Catholic with a Zen mind in under or about and around 15 minutes, excluding the intros and the outros. Enjoy. All right, so I'm on my way home in my truck, and uh, I kind of figured a way to um, explain the concept of Catholic with the Zen mind and the five pillars somewhat rather simply. Uh, Do you want to know what Zen Catholicism is? Zen Catholicism is the understanding. Okay, we went over my five pillars. So we have meditation. Then we have the Zen mind. Then we have suffering, original sin. There's the third pillar. Original sin and how it deals with suffering. And then the fourth pillar, we have uh, suffering itself and what we do with suffering. And then the fifth pillar is death, the end of suffering, and what happens afterwards. So... Being a Zen Catholic, you understand, okay, first of all, you have to understand the Zen mind. You have to understand the thoughtlessness that is the Zen mind. You have to understand that just being aware of the present moment is being aware of God's grand splendor. See, because Zen mind as far as terms of a Catholic. And in, in, in the Buddhist sense of a Zen mind, it, it, it is to not think, to not have a thought, to just operate on a base, spontaneous, almost instinctual level. Uh, this is not the case with a Catholic Zen mind. As I explained in the episode... The idea of a Catholic Zen mind is more on the focus of God's will. Uh, we talked about St. Francis de Sales' holy complacency. You understand that God knows what's best for you. And if you devote yourself to him and his will, and you don't think too hard about all of the terribleness of life you just concentrate on God his will and what he wants you to do this is the Catholic Zen mind it is what it is by the grace of God you accept his will 
you understand that original sin damned all of humanity to suffering because we all now must die. But not only shall we die because of our original sin, but we all have an idea, at least relative to our own understanding, even if at that level, we all have an understanding of what is good and evil. And the pursuit of what is good and the avoidance of evil inadvertently creates suffering, whether you meant to or not. If you can understand that, then we move on to the next pillar, which is suffering itself and what we do with suffering. See, as Catholics, we believe that suffering is an offering. It's actually a blessing. Our Lord suffered, and he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him, and he suffered as an example. So therefore, we suffer. So therefore, if we suffer as an offering up to our Lord on his cross, then it should stand that we accept this cycle of original sin creating karma, so to speak. And we meditate on Christ and how he can save us from this karmic cycle that original sin has left us with. So then when we eventually pass on from this life, instead of like the Hindus and many Buddhists, we do, will not pass into a new body when it's born. Our soul separating from the body we inhabit now and going into the body of an infant. No, that, that will not happen. <clears throat> it won't be something so simple from Zen as you are just slowly dissolving your soul a little bit at a time into the each present moment until you just die and become the present moment. No. We believe in a rebirth of our physical body. A glorified body. A resurrection. First our soul is resurrected and we await in heaven after judgment or hell if we should so be judged. We wait in either according place. Or we wait in either respective place until the end of days and then when the time comes our bodies we shall get back we shall inhabit our glorified bodies again see it's, I keep telling people the Zen mind a Catholic with a Zen mind is so simple as it is what it is by the grace of God because it truly is you understand that all of this was set up the minute that Eve took the first bite of that fruit. Everything that's happened from that point until now was a grand plan that will inevitably work out no matter how long it takes to do so. And basically what I mean there is I'm not trying to get rid of free will. I'm not talking about determinism. You still have free will. There's no debate there. 
But what I'm talking about is that you recognize God's will. And that you live your life and make your choices in accordance with what you believe to be God's will. And how to determine what God's will is. That's something we can discuss in a later episode. But that is, you're not, you're not living to a predestined plan. You're, you're acting in accordance with the plan of your own free will. By, by, by saying that no matter what happens, that God's plan will inevitably um, unfold. I'm not saying that he's got people that are destined or predetermined to make choices to carry out his plan. No. There are predetermined characters of many people and predetermined opportunities of many people to do many things to carry out his plan. It's not all hinged on a singular individual or event. It's not hinged on any specific choice of one individual. No. Much like there were 12 apostles, 12 apostles, there has to be many people working in accordance with God's plan. But they have to do so under their own free will. And that's, that's what I mean. There's no determinism about it. Sure, God's plan is a determined plan. But it only comes to fruition because we work in accordance with it, using our free will to choose to do so. Because we believe that his plan will lead to an ultimate good for us. Uh, ultimately ending with our death and resurrection into, well, you know, our death and judgment and then eventually our resurrection if we've been well behaved. <laughs> so simply, Catholic... A Catholic that has a Zen mind understands suffering as the result of original sin. They accept that suffering because it is an effective offering to the Lord for the reparation of many sins and sacrileges and all other sorts of things that offend him. And when we die... We understand our body shall come back after a point in time. And we meditate on all these things and pray while we meditate. And we meditate in Christ. Fill our hearts and minds with Christ. That is the simplest and shortest and smallest and easiest way to explain Catholic with a Zen mind. If you need any more uh, if you need any further explanation, feel free to go through and listen to the five pillars and the 
bonus episodes, the half pillars, that I read scriptures and parables relating to the pillars. It's not adopting Buddhism. It's not adopting Zen. It's taking the perspective of suffering and the understanding or lack thereof because it's Zen and everything is contradictory to itself. If you understand you know nothing but you know that you know nothing. (laughs) Contradictory, right? But if you understand suffering then that's the only shift in perception that you really need. Pillar 5 is, is an optional pillar. You can believe in... You can call it whatever you want, but it's, it's the resurrection of the body set down by the Catholic Church and its teachings. And when I say that it's an optional pillar, what I mean by that is that the perspective of looking at it with concepts and an idea of Zen behind it so far as calling it a Catholic form of rebirth because I mean it's kind of but not really a Catholic form of rebirth it's more along the lines of a belief in resurrection because we're getting our bodies back it's not really a rebirth Uh, but your soul is uh, in a sense almost being reborn uh to a degree but not really that's why i say it's an optional pillar because it's a little bit more of a stretch for that one than the other pillars i've explained um so basically what i'm saying is that to be a catholic with a zen mind it's all in practice it's all in the practice of to be still to know that he is god to have meditative um prayer or as St. Thomas Aquinas would put it, contemplative prayer. You sit and you contemplate things in regards to scripture and God's will, um, teachings of the church. Pray. We've gone over many practices in earlier episodes. But in essence, a Zen Catholic meditates on the very pillars that I've laid out. You meditate on God's will with pillar two in the Zen mind. On number three, you, you meditate on the attachments you have to this life through your, uh, your wants and your needs, your knowledge of what you believe to be good and what you believe to be evil and how your struggle to achieve or avoid them both respectively leads to your own suffering you understand this and you meditate on it and you meditate to find out which of your attachments are the most sinful and then you move on to the next pillar and you find out how you can take you meditate on how to take your sufferings and to offer them to the lord with the lord as he is on his cross And you meditate on death. Like Alphonsus Liguori, St. Alphonsus Liguori, 
or as uh, many Stoic philosophers, many saints have done before, using memento mori. You meditate on your own death. You meditate on your own judgment. You meditate on heaven and hell. The only command is the first pillar. The other four are what you use in conjunction with the first pillar to achieve the mind of a Catholic with a Zen mind. (laughs) A little redundant there, but redundancy does not disqualify truth. Not in this case. So I thought I'd just come and share my philosophical musings as I was driving home from work today. Uh, I don't even know if this will be able to constitute itself as a bonus episode. Maybe I will make this as a preview. (laughs) It's only about close to eight minutes. Maybe I'll throw this in to an intro when we do a future episode. Who knows? I'll play the music beforehand after a scripture reading and just lay into it. Anyways, that is, in essence, the uh, the bare bones of Catholic Zen minds. Or it's bare bones of a Catholic with a Zen mind. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> this episode is, like I said, the, uh, the initial statement itself was, I'm, I apologize for, like I said, the recording quality. Most of it was done in my truck because I, uh, well, like I said, it was an aha moment. I was on my way home from work. Initially, it was under 10 minutes of an explanation. Who knows? I might add the, uh, actual recording of it and at the very end of this kind of a bonus outro so i think i will do that so after i'm done rambling and talking and you all are tired of listening to me talk i'll post the original right now i won't do that i won't edit that out though (laughs) and that's what that's zen mind right there but uh yeah so that was kind of a synthesis of the catholic with the zen mind all in under or about or around 15 minutes uh, we went through all the pillars real quick and as I stated it's all just an understanding of suffering and how it relates to everything else and uh, just the way you meditate on it with Christ but you know so what we got going on later on this week as I said earlier is we got Cousin Mike coming back for another episode and we're going to talk some about the history of Zen maybe some some little bit in pieces some little bits and pieces about some of the ideology but most of it probably just the history and then we might just kind of might just kind of chat for a little bit have a nice little chat do some i don't know i 
actual kind of podcast stuff <laughs> instead of trying to teach people stuff. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, you can catch me on Twitter at uh, KFC underscore Crusader. K-O-F-C underscore Crusader. You can find me on Facebook, J. Martin Catholic Zen Mind. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash. Or you just type in Catholic with a Zen Mind and the page should show up. It's the same picture as the podcast. Uh, you can also um, send me an email at uh, CatholicZenMind at Yahoo.com if you have any questions or if you have any comments. Um, I'm open to any and all, and I, I will gladly respond. I'm, I love discourse. <laughs> if you've listened to my very first episode, you know that I used to seek people out to have the base with them on Facebook. I don't do that much anymore, but I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm always open and willing to answer questions. So if you have any feel free to ask. Uh, As always, everybody, zen hard or don't. Pray harder. God bless.